You found it! A Scoop of Life is a podcast produced by Square One World Media and features Cheryl Coop as host and storyteller. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the podcast called A Scoop of Life. My name is Cheryl Coop, and I'm thankful that you have taken time to listen. This podcast is a mix of one of my personal stories, sometimes a funny one and sometimes a more serious one, together with music from Canadian musicians, and then concludes with a brief spiritual insight. I hope that as you listen, you not only enjoy it, but sense God's deep love for you and how your story can intersect with his. And now, enjoy the show. The title of this episode is Hippos and Hotels. Have you ever felt like your life was in danger? Kenya is a beautiful country, and there is great variety in its flora and fauna. Thankfully, when I was there with one of my young adult ministry teams, we would take a day off each of the six weeks we were there to see some of this beautiful country. Our second week time off was a trip to see Lake Nakuru, and although the trip was only a three and a half hour ride, we knew that getting there would take much longer, as we would be driving through the gorgeous Rift Valley, and there would be several places where we would be stopping to take pictures of the beauty that surrounded us. Sure enough, we were not disappointed as we entered the Rift Valley from a high elevation and could see for many kilometers the beauty of it and how different the topography of it was versus where we were in Bindura. We slowly made our way through the valley and then came around the corner on the mountain road we were on and there before us, off in the distance, was Lake Nakuru. Not only was this a great vantage point from which to see the lake, it was spectacular to see how pink the lake was from all the flamingos standing in it. So we decided to pull off to the side of the road and sit on the rocks overlooking the lake to enjoy our sandwich lunches. No sooner had we sat down on the rocks and started unpacking our lunches when a large troop of baboons decided to come and keep an eye on us, but more specifically on our sandwiches. It was eerie to see so many baboons, and knowing how vicious they were caused us to protect our sandwiches while we ate. However, several of the team decided to sit a distance away from the rest of us, and as far as the baboons were concerned... These were the ones to attack for their sandwiches. As soon as they sat down and unwrapped their sandwiches, a baboon came at them quickly and with great veracity so that each of them dropped their sandwiches and quickly ran over to the rest of us for protection. We laughed and laughed at how quickly they could move towards us. However, we realized that leaving their sandwiches behind was a good idea, as baboons are not only vicious and dangerous, but can be unpredictable as well. Thankfully, there were extra sandwiches, so no one was left hungry, especially the baboons. After our time at Lake Nakuru, we headed to Lake Navisha, which is famous for the many hippos that live in it. When we arrived, we were able to see hippos in the lake and some even in family groupings. Those hippos were cute, but we were reminded not to be fooled. They were dangerous, too. Statistics show that more people are killed by hippos than any of the other big five game animals, as they are unpredictable and highly aggressive. It was so interesting to watch the hippos, 
both in the water and on land, as they interacted with one another and basically paid no mind to the many people watching them. Now it was time to get into a boat to see the hippos up close and personal in Lake Navisha, as well as head to the hotel where we were going to eat our supper. The group piled into the boat, and once we were all in, our driver instructed us to stay seated and to listen to all his directives so we would be safe as we spent time on the lake where the hippos lived. We listened intently, and I silently prayed that we would be safe as we came so close to these large, aggressive, and unpredictable creatures. It was a lovely, sunny afternoon, and all of us were most excited to be there so much so that we had even brought along our VHS camera. Yes, ancient technology now, but very current then. And we brought it along to capture as much video footage as possible. Jean was operating the camera and had already captured a good amount of images that day, which would be fun to watch upon our return home to Canada. Once we were all on the boat, we drifted away from shore, and then our driver decided to pull the start cord on the motor to get the boat moving. No success on the first pulls. So he tried again as the boat continued to drift further and further into the lake. With each pull, no success. And yet the boat kept moving at a slow but steady pace further and further into the lake. No sooner had we moved towards some reeds in the lake when we heard a very loud snort and saw some small waves head towards the boat. The driver gave a worried look as he tried once more to get the motor going, and we realized that an enormous hippo had made its way into the lake and was heading in our direction with what seemed to be angry determination. The driver yelled some things in Swahili. Jean took out the video camera to capture the action, and several of us started praying out loud as we realized the hippo was rapidly approaching the boat and we were in no shape to deal with a large, angry hippo. Jean got great footage of the hippo opening its large mouth as it approached our boat, and we all tried not to scream too loudly from the fear we felt. The driver instructed us to be quiet and continued to pull on the cord to engage the boat motor, still with no success. Just as Jean was getting ready to once again capture the hippo and its large mouth heading for the side of the boat, the motor finally kicked in. Jean fell backwards in the boat, our driver screamed something out in Swahili, we all screamed, and then we were off, away from the hippo that was fast approaching and perhaps was hoping for a lovely lunch of Canadians. As we sped away from the approaching hippo, we all became silent, for we realized how precarious of a situation we had been in, and our relief quickly turned into a prayer of thanks to God for protecting us. Thankfully, now we could see land and were relieved to arrive at the hotel where we could relax, have an incredibly delicious dinner, and take some time to review the events of the day. After dinner, we realized that we would have to get back into the boat and head back to the opposite shore where our lorry truck sat waiting to take us back to Bindura. Since it was now inkjet black outside and there were only a few stars twinkling, Getting back in the boat was something none of us were looking forward to. However, we had no choice, as it was the only way back to the lorry. Tentatively, we all piled into the boat, and our driver let us know that the motor should work well and get us back to the opposite shore without incident, for he had done some work on it while we were enjoying dinner. 
Another quick prayer for protection, and thankfully, this time we were off without incident. However, before reaching shore, the motor cut out, and once again we found ourselves in a precarious position, for the lake was full of hippos, and in the dark we could not see if any hippo was approaching us. After several attempts, the motor started, and again we were heading to the opposite shore, or so we thought. The driver seemed confused as to which shore to head to and asked what our thoughts were as which direction to go. Ugh, we had no idea. We had never been on this lake before. So, again a quick prayer, and then thankfully a short while later, our lorry driver decided to put on the headlights of the vehicle, giving us guidance as to where we were to go. What excellent timing that was! When we finally arrived on shore and were all out of the boat, the yells of relief and thanksgiving were loud and heartfelt. What a day! What a day! One soon not to be forgotten, but also one where we once again were reminded of how little control we have as to how our days will go and how important it is to acknowledge our need for God. The song by Dave Miller and Jordan Jackie entitled This Is My Father's World seem fitting to pair with this episode. Enjoy these excellent musicians' rendition of this very old hymn. How do you tell people around the world about Jesus? There are screens everywhere, on televisions, computers, tablets, and phones. And even before kids know how to read, they know how to click the buttons to play their favorite shows. Online, on air, or in print, media reaches people of all ages, anytime and any place. A Korean church in Indiana uses Micah's Supervlog as a part of their Sunday school curriculum. The Fruit of the Spirit series in particular is helping teach concepts that can be hard for younger kids to understand. Some of the children are from newcomer families and don't know much English. 
Watching cartoons, what a great way to learn English and the love of God at the same time. To help us spread the gospel, visit squareoneworldmedia.com. At the beginning of the episode, I asked if you ever felt like your life was in danger. From this story, I'm sure you can tell that there were several times that day we all felt like our lives were in danger. In spite of all the adventure and fun of the day, the dangerous events of it reminded us that we are not in control of our lives and that surrendering them to God and calling on Him to protect us was the only way to see our way through them. Often, I am fooled into thinking that I can control my day and the events of it. But the truth is that I am not in control. God is, and He asks that I rest in Him as the moments of each day unfold. This is often easier said than done for me. How about you? Do you find yourself thinking you are in control of the moments of your day? Here is a reminder from the Bible that not only tells us that God is in control of all things, but that He also longs for us to follow Him as we live out our days. In the book of Daniel in the Bible, there is a fascinating story that involves a drinking party with a thousand people in attendance, inanimate objects being worshipped, and then a large hand appears at the party and begins to write a message on the plaster wall for all at the party to see. It is a wild story and one where Daniel, God's follower and servant, enters into the story to interpret what was written on the wall. Daniel says these words to the king before he interprets the wall writing, and they are found in the book of Daniel, chapter 5, verses 23 and 24. For you have proudly defied the Lord of heaven and have had these cups from his temple brought before you. You and your nobles and your wives and concubines have been drinking wine from them while praising gods of silver, gold, bronze, iron, wood, and stone, gods that neither see nor hear nor know anything at all. But you have not honored the God who gives you the breath of life and controls your destiny. So God has sent this hand to write this message. God who is in control calls us to rest in him in times of trouble or danger. In the book of Psalm, chapter 46, verse 1 reads, God is our refuge and strength, always ready to help us in times of trouble. And then in this same chapter in verse 10, it reads, Be still and know that I am God. May we all remember these words from the Bible the next time we are in danger or just having a really rough day. Thanks for listening, and I hope you will let me know not only what you think of the show, but also something that may have resonated with you, made you laugh, or encouraged you. You can contact me via the website www.ascoopoflife.com or on Facebook or Instagram under A Scoop of Life. However, let me spell that for you, because you may think S-C-O-O-P, like an ice cream, but it is www.askoopoflife.com, like in my nickname, Scoop. I would love to hear from you. My team here at Square One World Media and I enjoyed producing this episode, and I hope you will come back and listen to more episodes as they are loaded on www.ascoopoflife.com. Music